Hey guys, this is Dr. Dan with the PTSD Academy Podcast. You're listening to episode 17, the one thing all traumas and treatment plans have in common. It's the one thing all traumas uh, do to you in a wound on the front end when it happens. And it's the one thing that if you were going to make a full circle loop of recovery in those last steps in the, that you will be learning before you embrace your happy life, your balanced life at least, um, what is it that you would regain there at the end of that path? You get it back. That's what we're going to discuss today. No surprise, it is your voice that gets suppressed in trauma. So the victim of a trauma doesn't have their uh, rights or their voice heard, right? And so uh, some people grow up in those environments and you could have already learned not to share your personal opinions and feelings because, you know, it, people that are closest to you don't trust you. It hurts them because they're somehow personally tied to it or invested in you in some way. And that's why you need the authenticity and emotional connection where you can explore your voice. Let's say you do discover a good new close friend and you never had a good close friend before. Okay. If it's the first time you've ever opened up and had a good friend before, then you would discover that some of the stories you've been telling yourself in your head before you had a friendship, well, as they come out of your mouth, sometimes you shape, change how they, how they uh, sound to you because they don't quite sound the same when you tell the story out loud as it does when it's in your head. And some people process differently, sure, but those that isolate a lot will find that... Um, they get stuck in an old version of a story. And so that's why it's important here. Okay? So trauma suppresses the voice and the wishes of the victim. Therefore, it should come as no surprise that at some point in a PTSD treatment plan, the, the person that does holistic recovery would rediscover their voice. I can't say enough about Brene Brown's book, The Gifts of Imperfection. So I won't. Just read it. It's awesome. When I express my feelings, it starts fights. How many times have you uh, heard that before? I, I don't know uh, if you know people like that, or if you've experienced that before, but if you get so sleep deprived and depressed or uh, PTSD nightmares or going through a serious grief or loss or living next to protests and riots or don't feel safe where you are, any of this stuff that, that activates the body and puts you in that adrenaline cycle, uh, then you're on edge and you don't have much room of resilience left over. You don't have a range of resilience for yourself to adjust so that if taking a walk for five minutes used to help you, it doesn't help you anymore. You need a whole lot more. And we've talked in other episodes about the energy of fear that's out there and everything. Uh, and so I hope you've been experimenting with some different ways to discharge that energy and body tension that we get uh, and build up over days and weeks, sort of like static electricity. And that can come up and also help you uh, express your feelings without a fight starting. So you don't jump to the worst case scenario and have all these negative interpretations of what someone's telling you about. You know, you need a safe environment to discover your voice. If there's antagonism, if there's arguments, if you don't feel supported or someone's not listening to you, not only are you not able to express your voice, that sounds uh, simple, but as I've tried to explain in the process of being able to explore your story and talk about life 
you'd discover it and shape it and improve it and make it healthy and better for yourself. So if you cut yourself off emotionally, you're doing yourself a disservice by not allowing yourself to discover what has happened to you through the process of trying to help other people share your story. You just didn't learn how to live right. And I didn't either. And I had to learn these piecemeal at a time the hard way. Believe me, that's why the PTSD Academy is really so different. Okay, I've got a story to back up all this. You know, if I if I veer off into something that I don't know about or don't have research or a, a previously thought out opinion, I'll either avoid it or I'll let you know I don't know. Hadn't thought about it yet. You'll see that authenticity, I think, come out in some interviews we've got scheduled. And if you'll join in on one of the webinars live on ptsdacademy.com slash live. So let's let's bring up the, the bottom line up front here. How to find your voice after trauma. If you lose it and either grew up uh, learning not to share your opinion out of fear or you were traumatized and kind of don't know what you want to do in life anymore, then that's a way that you've lost your voice. You're not speaking into your life of, I want to do this and I'm going to get up and go do it and go make your life happen. You've lost your voice. You've lost your will or your sense of agency, initiative, however you want to look at it. I'm looking at it in that broad way, however you come to understand it. Okay, so here it is, four steps. I, number one, I invite you to practice working towards developing close, authentic relationships with at least three people. Number two, choose people that don't judge you. Instead, choose people that give you unconditional love, or at least the closest you can get to it. <laughs> you might find in a close, intimate relationship you can't share some things because it hurts their feelings. Find someone that's safe and platonic and healthy to talk to about that issue, preferably uh, someone that you're not attracted to or, or you can be open about the fact that you're having the other friendships. You, know, you shouldn't hide the fact that you need well-balanced emotional connections in your life. If you have to defend that, there's already a problem. Back to step number three. If you can't find safe people to talk to, then you'll feel emotionally cut off. So write your story. Look for ways to help other people with your experiences. This will help you mend. Number four, I want to add on what we can do for you, what I want to personally do for you. If you want to live a full, balanced, holistic, healthy life after trauma, I personally want to mentor you. That's what I want to do with PTSDacademy.com. That's why I've added step four here, which is you can actually go to the website now and record your own voice. There's a button like this long bar along the right side of the website. And you can click on it, it says record a, a question for the podcast. And if you record your voice there on the question, I'll put your voice into the podcast so it'll be as if we talked live. And I want to do more live interviews later. But um, we'll do what we can to get this conversation started with you, okay? Now, this is a, a different topic. It's a related a little bit. I've sort of touched on anger and conflict in relationships a little bit. So while I'm on that topic, topic let me go ahead and give you the rest of my two cents on it and I hope it will help you. So has anyone ever told you what your job is when you go into your woman cave or into your man cave when you just feel like you need to get away and hopefully you have a hobby or an actual man cave or woman cave but if you don't then theoretically what do you do as a project or a place to find peace and some people their answer is nothing and so that would be a, um, a good mental health thing you know to watch the videos and encourage and figure out why you don't take care and that and you'll better understand then that you can take care 
of yourself better today uh, and simultaneously still be grieved and wounded and disenfranchised by an injustice that may have been done to you like a trauma okay you can have a wound that's not completely healed and choose to take care of yourself at the same time I see people do it so what I'm gonna bring you in the show and in my resources and courses and memberships and such is is stories from success from those frontline people that have been there and done it I'll give you their stories and I encourage you to challenge me on an area if, if you have questions okay so when we're emotionally overwhelmed from grief or otherwise we lose our empathy empathy is that feeling of compassion self-love love towards others in a deep heartfelt sincere way but when we're overwhelmed there's simply no energy left over so it's either from the emotional category or it's from the body-based energy you know or the spiritual category I call it where it's that other sort of unspoken tension you feel from being around anxious and stressed people I mean that's the reason that you get away into your man cave or your woman cave is because you need a break right and what I'm trying to tell you and I think my mission here at PTSD Academy if I can sell you on some complimentary and alternative medicine for PTSD to help you uh, then my number one job is to prove that there is another invisible wound of this energy body that happens and if you'll do some things for a sense of purpose you can release a body tension and so by understanding and coming at this whole problem let's start with your strength man physical mental spiritual emotional develop your strength first and then work towards uh, balancing the other areas we all have weaker areas the PTSD blueprint you know maps out some of that for you if you want to get a PDF version of all these notes organized you don't have to take that many notes so I'm still navigating the website so this is one of those cringe podcasts in a year or two I'll listen back and go hey self so I'm gonna leave a note to my future no, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, what I do want you to do is follow my logic here uh, because I'm gonna tell you what the task is when you're in the man cave or woman cave if you'll think of it this way it'll be productive time and it won't stay in frustration you'll be able to work through the issues better okay so follow the logic if the missing ingredient in your journey has been the inability to put in any love with your truth then you'll run into trouble you're supposed to tell the truth with love so if you lose the empathy you lose the compassion so you don't care how it comes out right so if you're having a conversation or argument or a heated situation or a trigger pops up all of a sudden and you're sleep deprived and you had nightmares all week and you're hurting and angry and haven't eaten yet you never have one of those days <laughs> and someone then does something like hey why is the dinner ready and slams the door and maybe they slammed it on accident and they didn't mean it that way because they ordered you take out but you heard it in some kind of way that sets you off as a trigger you see what do you do in that moment you know and so you go into your man cave or your woman cave and you come up with the a loving understanding tolerant way to explain yourself of why you have arrived how you arrived in your life to the decisions and opinions that you have I mean clearly if you were arguing about something then you have a different opinion so your job in your woman cave is to go in there spend a little time doing some healthy productive hobbies that, that maybe you liked as a young woman or a young boy rediscover those things if you haven't done them in a while and brush them off and dust them off and try to see if you can't take it to the next level with a sense of purpose so you can be an overcomer all right so raise your sights 
a little bit, folks. There's a whole lot more hope in this PTSD thing. I mean, if the bad news about trauma is that our body keeps the score and our bodies and memories and, and everything remembers everything about everything that's bad that's happened to us, that means that there must be another side of that same coin. So the other side of that coin is the fact that your mind and your body is a very powerful computer system, you know, that's connected to the universe and electromagnetic waves and second heartbeat signaling to other people close to you, as well as actual body language, tone of voice. Our thoughts are like broadcast energetically and it's being measured. If you don't believe me and you haven't listened to some of the other podcasts, check out that documentary, I Am. The shift is about to hit the fan. It's a good independent film that demonstrates the uh, basically telepathy research at the Heart Math Institute. We're designed way more intelligently than we've been led to believe. Okay. So spend time in your man cave or woman cave coming up with a nice way to say what you need to. So you're not going to avoid the conversation. You're still going to come back and circle to it. So let the people that are close to you in your life, the people that, that you need, uh, let them know how you arrived at your opinion so they will really understand you better. Instead of arguing, we need to come from our hearts and explain so we understand differences in people. We can get along with all sorts of people. It turns out uh, with Brene Brown's research that, that the only thing that really boils down and matters in relationships is not uh, what you have in common or don't have in common or what your backgrounds are the, or anything about you. What, what happens is how you deserve to be treated. If you're attracted and like and want to spend time together, and you deserve to be treated uh, only with respect, then in the beginning you'll have to hash out your issues and make sure that's only what you get because you won't put up with anything less. So my advice to you, stop putting up with anything less. How are you going to progress in your PTSD treatment? You can see now that emotional disconnection here has a very physical consequence of body tension. Okay? That's why there's more than one reason to take a holistic approach to your healthcare. We'll end... Uh, this podcast with the five steps to PTSD anger management because it can be broken down uh, when couples are struggling so much they're at each other's throats here's my five steps I tell my patients at work essentially so number one take frequent breaks from intense engagements or arguments so if here's remember the biology of your brain if you're in the fight-or-flight response you can't negotiate issues you know without a lot of training and practice so I'm bringing up an example here for you as people that have had PTSD have lots of relationship problems can have very rocky times. And I think all trauma, you know, or all, all those relationships, at least 80, 90% are affected by trauma and PTSD at some level. Okay. So you need to take frequent breaks so you can stay in a calm sort of mind because once your heart rate gets over 110, then blood flow shifts away from your frontal lobe and you physically reduce your capacity to engage cognitively. So anytime you feel your heart racing in an argument, stop. That's your body telling you to stop. That's nothing weak about you or personal about you. If you haven't already come up with a nice loving way to say it, um, uh, then that would cause anxiety when you? you don't know what to say. And whose fault is that? That, that's the kind of thing that helps me in my PTSD, okay? And then I'll spend a little time, you know, in the woods or playing drums or something and realize why I reacted the way I did and go back to the person. And 
hopefully not have to apologize because I caught my heart rate first and said, whoa, 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 this conversation is triggering me. I need to take a break right now. And my break might last three days. Okay? Sometimes people spend a lot of time in their caves in processing. And then if you as long as you're processing, that's one th that's great. Be patient with someone that goes in their cave a long time. As long as they come back to you and finish the conversation. <laughs> so let me get to the other steps. Step two, take notes on things that you can't answer right away. So I don't know about you, but maybe at my house once in a while, once upon a time, my wife might give me 10 complaints at once and I only have one. And so like she's bombarded me so fast with to-do lists or this or that or why did I do this? Uh, if that happens, I have to maybe take some notes because if I don't have the answer, if I feel my heart rate elevated, I'm not a place that moment where I can discuss it calmly and rationally from my heart and what I'm going through and why I have my opinions and why I'm doing what I'm doing, then I'll take a break from it. And if you give 10 things at once, it's going to take a few days to process. Um, not that you want to keep lists, but you know if someone's avoiding or not. And we all can have some tendencies with PTSD to avoid. So take notes uh, and have a commitment. You're going to communicate from respect only. No raising the voice, no name calling, period. You know? No illogical behavior is tolerated, period. Number three, spend enough time in your woman cave or man cave to find a pleasant way to finish the previously paused conversations. Don't use the breaks as yet another pattern of avoidance. Remember that avoidance did not work. Number four, stay engaged in healthy conversation, no matter how difficult to hear the facts about your behavior, especially if it's coming from people that care about you. That said, you shall not be a doormat for anyone. Hey, if you are a PTSD Academy uh, listener, subscriber, member, whatever, if I could help influence you, your past trauma, your bodily reaction, your capacity to adapt should not be held against you. You know, I have a lot of opinions like that, but I want to just let you know that there's a lot of hope there. If you can agree to those five rules, then you can work through issues and you can have no shame about taking a break and you know what to do in your cave and bada bing bada boom find your voice if you don't have safe people around you that can help you discover it and experiment and practice talking about your voice then it's your responsibility to reach out your hand and shake people's hands and get out there and meet them no one comes to your door and does this right and i was told when i was 19 that i was if i was bored it was because I was boring. And so I've had some pretty hard influences like that in messaging growing up. And much of it did help save and shape me, really. And so I want to pass on those messages, even though they might sound funny or a little harsh, just to explain the point so that you hear the perspective in its loudest, clowniest way. I do have a good sense of humor. I like to laugh a lot when you do trauma work. And I, I used to work in emergency medicine and I saw all the wounds there too for about a year and a half. And, um, and, and here we go. So there's more I could say, uh, but I can't on the public channel. And so uh, I just care about you and I want you to know that there's hope. So if you enjoy the PTSD Academy podcast at all, please leave us a positive review. Um, consider it helping get the message out to other people because you know how this works. And uh, if this message is unique and different and you think the resources can help change somebody's life that you know, then share the word, please. You take care.